Hey friends, welcome back to Jeremiah Wonders. Thanks for listening, subscribing, watching, however you are consuming this podcast. Got a great episode with Ron Funches today. Want to be brief with the intro and thank everybody uh, who's sending in their kindness challenge letters and uh, any artwork for the show. Uh, we will feature it on my Instagram. Follow me at Jeremiah Standup on social media. And thank you to the sponsor of the show, Speedweed. We're recording live out of their studio today, right here, right now, Bronx Born Pizza, hooking us up with different equipment and whatnot. Check them out in Bend, Oregon. And then also our pals over at Caveman Coffee. Uh, hit up at Speedweed on Twitter for that marijuana delivery and so much more. This week, we're also sponsored by MyBookie. Oh, look, it's $100 on the street. I guess I'll keep walking. Pfft, what? You wouldn't do that. Then why? Okay, let me... Then let me ask you this. Why would you keep picking your winners but not betting on them, you idiots? That's why people, that's why you should go to my bookie because it's fast, it's efficient. Guess what? It's easy and they pay you when you win. It's not like some casino thing where you're like, oh, I won all this money. And they're like, no, I'm not going to be able to get you that money right now. You're a little hot on your streak. Not at my bookie. Okay, there's a lot of places to bet, but you know where you should bet this football season? My bookie. Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? My bookie. If by the second half it looks like your team's going to lose or whatever, you can switch sides. Can you believe that? My bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to think a little and win a lot, try a parlay. My bookie. All your picks come through? Multiple winnings. My bookie. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is right now in the best time of the year. My bookie. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code WONDER. That's right. I said activate that code with promo code WONDER. Get that off for son with MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. We're just going to get right into this episode. I'm very excited to share this episode with you guys. Please enjoy this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with my pal, Ron Funches. Hey, hey, welcome to Jeremiah Wonders. We just got the old school broadcasting countdown and I'm here with my pal Ron Funches. Hi, Ellen. <laughs> so that's how we're starting. Okay. <laughs> we're starting getting roasted right out of the gate. <laughs> that was, uh, uh, Ron has called me Ellen on stage a few times, and guess what? It kills every single time. It does, because people know Ellen. <laughs> I know, they do. And they love Ellen. They love Ellen, and I love to dance. Yeah, <laughs> and you look a little bit like Ellen, but not enough. Just like, enough. Not much, not real Just enough. Just enough to where people are like, this is funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best. It doesn't hurt anyone. Class no, comments. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> also, I used to wear blazers too. So I was definitely like, you know, that 80s, like Ellen looking. Oh, like, I used to comedian. love Ellen. When I was a kid, I had a crush on Ellen. Really? No, I didn't know. All that. You don't know? You know. Yeah. Still don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a chance? It's Maybe. possible, yeah. Know. How's Porsche doing? Exactly. Sometimes everybody needs a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I can be that treat. <laughs> I remember uh, one of the first times I saw you, um, you did uh, your Skittles joke to close a set. And uh, 
I was like, who is this comedian? I love him. <laughs> it was the first time I saw you. It was, uh, I think it was the downtown independent. Mm -hmm. You were doing a set and, uh, it's funny. I'm going to tell you my perception of you when I first saw you, because I think it's kind of funny for people to hear what they think of you. Like right when, you know, you get to know them because now I've, I've known you for years and well, not much has changed about my perception of you. It's always been good, <laughs> but, uh, I saw, uh, you at the downtown independent and I was like, who is this guy? And somebody's like, I think he's from Portland. And I was like, Oh, cool. And then I started hearing your name a lot of places and you had in the industry, what people call heat on you. <laughs> and uh, I started seeing you pop up at the comedy store and stuff and you started doing sets there. And I'm like, I like this guy. And then I, I got to know you off stage and, and you're such a positive person that, uh, I think it's easy for people to gravitate towards you and your comedy because, uh, you have a very, uh, infectious kind of positivity about you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's a great compliment. Yeah. No, I love hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of the people tell me that. I love hearing it. I mean, I think that's the best thing that you can have is like people feel calmer or more relaxed around me. Yeah. And I think that's an amazing trait that makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah. It, it, it really was the only thing that made me have sex when I was a lot heavier. <laughs> What were you at your at your biggest? Because you've you've come down. You look great. You're, you've slimmed you. down a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Thank you. Got some sirens. You hear that? Yeah, I hear. We recording. Like we recording in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh oh. It's siren time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's. That's dangerous. how you know. Yeah. I'm about to break my dick off in that ass. <laughs> Call the ambulance, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I actually, uh, one, of, one of the, uh, one of your albums I actually owned because they were one of the, uh, the gifts in the swag bag at Montreal. And that's how I, I started. Like I'd already known you for a while and I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna listen to this. This is cool. And it's, I don't remember which album it is. Uh, it's very enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Jeremiah compliments Ron for an hour. I love it. It's my favorite part. <laughs> I just got high, put on my tie dye shirt, and get compliments. Well, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun part of this show. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm excited to have you on the show because um, you've done uh, my show stand up on the spot. Yeah, and it's so a lot fun. of like this is just like a loose fun show like that where it's just like kind of anything can happen anybody can call in anytime we get a lot of celebrities that call into the show oh, i hope celebrities call in yeah i hope a good friends call in yeah i mean i think that uh we're definitely i think there's a murder happening right down the street in hollywood right now i saw a loose shoe <laughs> Saw loose shoe. I saw loose shoe, and that's never a good. You thing. know what's scary is whenever I see different articles of clothing, like this one of something, mm -hmm. I'm like where's the other one? That's the question. What's the what's the story behind this? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. Someone beat up. Or what really really scares me is like uh, an empty uh, baby carriage, mm. <laughs> like on the side of the road. I'm like. Where's that baby? I think what's worse than an empty baby carriage is a baby carriage with something in it that's not a baby. 
<laughs> I've seen that too. Yeah, when you have someone, when you go up to it, oh. and it's like a cat. Yeah. Oh, it's a baby doll. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, no, you're barren. Yeah. <laughs> That's the diagnosis. It pretty much. A doctor, whenever they give you the news, they give you a baby doll. It's like, this is the best it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so rough. <laughs> Meet Baron Barbie. Yeah. Take it as a I blessing. can't have kids. <laughs> so dark. <laughs> For all you little girls out there. <laughs> Baron Barbie. Coming to a store near you. <laughs> New from Mattel, Baron Barbie. <laughs> That's just a fun voice. The voice does all the work. It does. Yeah. It does the heavy lifting. I love that. It, yeah. That's for me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now you are a connoisseur of the marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. And now how often do you smoke? Um, I mean, it depends on how much work I got going on and how... Um, serious, I take that word. Yeah. If it's a money-making event, then I'm probably not smoking that day. <laughs> yeah. But if it's a podcast with my friends, I'm probably pretty hot. Yeah. 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 It's fun. It's a great part of the job. I didn't know if it was like a motivator or if it's one of those things where it's like a reward. Because some people treat it, it like... a reward, yeah. but it's, a, it's been a struggle before because it's definitely... In the beginning, it was like more like a, a thing to help me cope with the fact that my life wasn't going well and then i had to realize that my life's going well and i don't need that sometimes being that being sober is a fun time yeah i'm okay yeah and so i'm trying to find that balance mm -hmm. you know how life is yeah yeah <laughs> have you ever been approached to do anything in the horror genre um i had one audition when i still lived in portland for the show grim Okay. And I didn't go well at all. No? No, because I didn't know anything about acting. And I didn't know what I was supposed to be scared of. I didn't understand the script. I had never seen the show. Yeah. So I just kind of went there and was just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that if you, like, since you are such a calm, positive force, mm -hmm. if you take that and copy and paste that into a horror setting, yeah, that you would be a great killer in a movie oh i think so or in regular life yeah. <laughs> i could do that right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you saying okay let's see all right let's set up the the scene here okay. we have uh we have uh i'm a i'm a guy that's that's running from you in an alley okay, okay. You have a knife in your hand. Mm -hmm. You're wearing a trench coat. Okay. You're very visible, though. You're very smiley like you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm running. You've already cut me once. You've already cut my Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like crawling and, and, and hobbling along. Mm -hmm. And you're chasing after me. And uh, it's, a, it's a foggy night. Nobody's around. I'm screaming for help. But you are set on killing me. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Oh God, please, please, no. What do you want? Oh, don't worry about it. No. Oh no. Oh, don't crawl away. You're just getting yourself dirty. No, why are you doing this to me? Well, sometimes people just gotta get murdered. Oh no, no but why me though? Well, because you look like Ellen DeGeneres. I have money though. Can I give you money? Oh no, I don't need your money, friend. What do you want? If anything, I'll just take your money after I'm done murdering. No, no, no. I have 
funds. My, my, my father can transfer you funds. Oh, well, that just means you had a good life. Your childhood must have been okay. <laughs> is, is there any way of, of, of reckoning this with you? Well, let's think about it for a bit. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 let's think about it. What can you offer? What can you do for me? Uh, do, do you like uh, boat rides? I do like boat rides. Do you, uh, you want to go on a boat ride with me? You know what? I do. <laughs> are, we, are, are, are we slowly becoming friends? I think we just might. Let's go on a boat, boat ride, ride together. together. It's about to be a murder, but it turned around. Now it's a friendship forever. <laughs> uh, I think I think that would be amazing. I love it. I think uh, that's a good movie. Yeah, good soundtrack. Yeah, Kanye on it. Can I do? Can I do my? Oh, you 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 playing around with the? Whoa, Kanye's doing the track for this movie now. <laughs> That's how rappers like when they when they stop thinking of things, they just say their name and then they like throw like ninja smoke. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then they're out of there. Then they're done. Um, yeah. Some sometimes uh, sometimes I'll I'll do uh, an impression of you okay. to my wife. Well, at what time? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'd be like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it still. Hi, hey, Maya. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I've been watching you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that I always because that that's where this comes from. As I told I told my wife, I was like, I was like, I think Ron would be the perfect star like lead of a horror film because <laughs> you can say anything with that smile and laugh and like it like in reality it's just like fun but like if you turn it mm -hmm. it makes it so dark so quick yeah you know there's two sides to every coin <laughs> that could be one of the lines in the movie <laughs> you know there is two sides to every coin hi <laughs> <laughs> I love your laugh, dude. Thank you. I wanna, I wanna do this. Uh, I wanna do a new segment with you. I've never done before. Okay. I, I wanted to try it with you. I think Probably we'll have a lot here. of fun doing it. Yeah. Okay. This is a new segment that I like to call wig. 
the stagehand is bringing in this box right now. Okay. Okay. Now there's an assortment of wigs in the box. Okay. Now I would like you to choose one for me and okay. I'm going to choose one for you. Okay. Take a look. Ooh, there's some fun choices. Cheerleader. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, I think this one just sticks out for me right away. It's a fun one for you. Oh, that was for me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ron, chose this one for me? Yeah, you look like my sister. Okay. And, oh my goodness. You know what? I like this one for you. Okay. Okay. This is like a strawberry blonde wig. If you're listening on audio right now, I am. <laughs> this is a good choice for for audio format. Yeah, All my stuff was like, uh, it's like, yeah, it's kind of a visual kind of thing. But I think it's fun to paint the picture. Ron is yeah. now putting on a. Uh, we're gonna take our headphones off for a moment, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, he chose a braided kind of dread kind of wig for me. It's yeah. Very, more, not a dreadlock wig, but just a more very, braids. Yeah, definitely braided. Yeah. Okay. I already love this segment so much, and we've never done it before. <laughs> you know what I love is that you immediately get a new vibe. It's a new vibe for me. I think it goes well with my shirt. <laughs> I think it goes great, great with your shirt, and, and you. I think you could. You look really good. <laughs> like I'm surprised right now. Like how good it just works for you right away. I love away. it. I no. love that I get to flip. You never, as a as a black man, you never get to just like unless you got long dreads, you can't flip yeah. your hair around. It's yeah, fun. exactly. It's fun. This is good. Yeah. Um. Now, okay, now we need to kind of choose the voices that go okay. with these wigs, okay? Okay. So, we'll start with you. Uh, like I said, it's like a strawberry blonde wig, very flowy hair, very kind of, I don't know, is it, are you feeling kind of surfery? You kind of feeling like valley girl? You kind of feeling... Uh, I mean, I got you. I mean, I wouldn't call me a valley girl. <laughs> I will mostly say that I'm a girl from the valley. Okay, right. You don't you want know, to put a label on. There's it. no, you know, there's a negative connotation that goes to that. That I'm not smart. That I'm not uh, hardworking, which I am. I own several, several personal businesses that of varying success. Right. I own my own my own candle shop that I do out of my garage. Wow, what what's your favorite uh, uh scent of candle that you sell? Um I go for more like joke scents and so and, and which is probably why they don't sell well. Uh but I my favorite scent right now is is the is one I call uh Grandma's Dead. Grandma's Dead. Now uh, could you describe to me like what's uh what's in that exactly? Um Okay, like, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where a loved one is passing, but you know it. It's not suddenly. It's just that you kind of get to watch them go through it. It's a gradual thing. It's yeah. a gradual passing. Yeah, yeah. And it is both A, uh, tragic, and B, completely boring. Right. But, like, once you get to the end of it, it, like, it has a certain smell of, like, memories and, like, passing mm -hmm. and also defecation all kind of mixed in one. So it's both, like, calming and gross at the same time. And it's just, it reminds, it just takes me back. It's almost like calming and grieving at the same time it is both okay i like that thank you that's fun um 
all right, we got to figure out a voice for, yeah, for, who, for, for, for who am I? Who, I mean, what would you, what would you say? Like what, what, what vibe like uh, do I exude when I'm wearing these braids? Oh, uh, well, you seem. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you you seem like a guy who 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 probably came back from Burning Man recently. Okay. And 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 and, and but you got a um you actually you work at a, you work at a tech company you have an established job you are but you like to cut loose and right. you can't be put into a box and yeah. and because you you are successful you can you know wear your hair as you please. Yeah. So uh, I did make the Forbes uh, thirty under thirty this year. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I can afford to go to places like Burning Man oh and stuff my God. like that. I've always that, wanted to go to Burning Man. Oh, you did? I've always wanted to go. I've well, never been. You've ever, have your, well, do you want to, I bet you didn't even know they've got sweets at Burning Man. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about Burning Man. The closest I've been to Burning Man is that one time I went on this date and then I woke up and I was in the desert. Have you ever uh, sucked a SoundCloud rapper's dick before? <laughs> <laughs> Have I? <laughs> uh, do, do you do you want to? Uh, uh, I also. What's your name? Maybe I, I already have. My name's Trollby. 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 And how do you spell that? T R O L B Y. Trollby. Oh, I yeah. thought you spelled it with an A. If you spelled it with an A, then I definitely had sucked your dick before. I spelled. I said the guy named Trollby, but he spelled it T R A B L Y. Oh well, I mean. It's kind of a soft O, so it's, you know, so whatever. E, e, please suck my dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, cool. So I've got like this suite uh, uh, at Burning Man. Um, so uh, it's actually like this glass uh, kind of screened in porch that, that a helicopter flies in because I don't really want to uh, go out there with the normies, you know? Oh, that sounds excellent. Yeah. So it's going to be a weekend to remember. Like a weekend at Bernie? Like, yeah, but I don't want to die. Well, you only live once. Wow, this chick is real. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about a candle that I made? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, now, yeah, you told me, I said on your Tinder profile that you, uh, um, that you own a candle store what would you recommend for me since uh, i work long hours at this tech company uh, but i also like to let loose like you know well then i would definitely uh, i would recommend for you because you work long hours and you want to let loose um that it means you must be like you know you gotta be burning both ends of the candle scent that I call is a mixture of uh, bleach and ammonia and it really keeps you away oh. until it doesn't okay I'm into that yeah cool. and then also just cocaine oh I didn't catch your name oh my name yeah my name is Kendra with Kendra a, with a C uh huh and also wow, it's so hot when you do that when, when you get the hair out of, out of your face, it's really hot. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm getting so worked up right now. <laughs> yeah, when you like separate the hairs out of your eyes, it's, it's oh man, it was so, wow. Oh, it's so hot. 
All right, uh, Kendra. Well, I'll pick you up this weekend. All right. I'll have, okay, it, I'll, have right. A, I'll have an Uber helicopter pick you up. Oh, you better send me back. Cause the last time someone sent me an Uber helicopter and then they sent me back in an Uber pool. Oh, well, right. you called my bluff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, uh, this might be one of my new favorite segments on the show. It was fun. I had a good time. Wow. Look at that. Back to it. Stage hand. <laughs> <laughs> We are done with the box stage hand. Thank you. Nice. Um, man. <clears throat> How long have you been in LA now? Um, I always forget. It's either six or seven years. Feel good? Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love You've been it. doing a lot since you got here. Yeah. And I like it. Sometimes you forget because you're always like, ah, I want something else, you know? I know. But then I look back at old pictures and stuff and I'm like, oh man, this has been really fun. And now I have a house and that feels good. Congrats. That's so, amazing. Yeah. I love it. It just, and I mean, I just happy. I'm happy with my, with my life and my friends and stuff. It's pretty, I feel pretty happy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely cool to see. Like, I think we sometimes as comedians get worked up about like what's next kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But the, like you said, whenever you look back at the big picture, it's like, oh, I feel okay. I'm, I've done this and this and yeah. like, I'm, I'm working. I also at some point realized that that was kind of a benefit for the people who like work us, you know, because mm -hmm. we're always like that. Then it's like, well, then you got to come and do this or that. And then I was like, well, if, I, if I'm okay with not doing stuff, then I can be like, no, like give me more money. You know? Yeah. And, and that's been kind of thing where I was like, oh, I don't need anything. I'm fine. I'm yeah. Like I did my special. I'm in a movie. And, and like other than that, I'm like, I'm just going to go back to acting class. I'm going to go. Yeah. Do stand up and like whatever. And your, wasn't your comedy special, wasn't like the highest rated thing on Comedy Central? Yeah. It's like the highest rated special. I think so. That's a big that's deal. That's I've heard. That's a big that's deal. That's I've heard. And that's why I believe. And it is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 I love it. Go see it. Giggle fit. Yeah. Also, Jaxie, oh the movie. Goodness. Wig hair out of your headphones. No, keep it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's a good luck wig hair. Thank you so much. You, uh, you're a gamer, right? I love games. All right. Let's talk classic consoles. Okay. All right. Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What are your games on that? Uh, what are your go-tos? Super Mario World, mm -hmm. of course. Because mm -hmm. I just, so I got my brother uh, uh, an SNES uh, classic, mm -hmm. and we just like jailbreaked it and mm -hmm. put like a bunch of those old games on it. And uh, it's literally the best gift I've ever gotten my brother because we grew up playing all those games together. And now when I go back to Kansas, like we're like giddy, like to play it again. It's like, it's so fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. It takes you back. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, oh I mean, I was just like a Genesis boy myself, mm -hmm. but it's nice to go back and remember the games that my babysitter's son had. Oh, okay. Play with those. Yeah. Well, it's, you always had friend groups where it's like, you a Gen you in the Genesis side or are you on the Super Nintendo side? And I had mm -hmm. I had a buddy. My best friend was like uh, he was a Sega Genesis guy, so I play like that original uh, Spider Man game mm -hmm. uh, on that, and like that yeah. was one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, being a Sega, you always felt like you were a um, second class citizen as a Sega Genesis kid, but you <laughs> knew that deep down you had blast processing, you had things you did with Nintendo didn't, you did with Nintendo. 
And so, <laughs> and, and we had the better version of Aladdin. I knew, I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Why was it so much better? Because of the blast process. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on the blast process. Uh, yes. <laughs> and we had Mortal Kombat with the blood. And you guys had no blood. You had sweat. Really? I didn't know that was an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was one of those games that I wasn't allowed to play growing up because it was too graphic. Yeah. But I played, but for whatever reason, we were allowed to play Super Street Fighter 2. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's less graphic. This is like a little bit less. Electrocute someone as it is to spear them through. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess, but it was one of those games where um, my brother and I would fight so much because we were so competitive that my dad, uh, he he was like one of those dads who he took it to the garage on his workbench Mm -hmm. and grabbed uh, his sledgehammer and beat it to pieces in front of us. We were like, like if fighting over it. Yeah. Because you were winning or because you someone was better than who was better. Well, it would go back and forth. So it would be a big deal if I beat my brother, mm-hmm. as you know, it's just like any brother relationship. I'd be like, yeah, you know, like, so like we like, or if you beat me, I'd get really upset. And then like, we'd start like pushing each other. And then, you know, we're starting to play and then it just breaks out in like a fist Real fight. Fine. Yeah. Who was your character? <sighs> I was Ken a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Ken. Ken was a good guy. Me too. You, yeah, you got Ken vibe. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. see it from the USA. From the USA. Yeah, representing. Yeah, not that you know. Even though wasn't Ryu? Aren't they technically brothers? No, I think they're just training partners, friends. Okay, I always thought for whatever reason they're brothers. Maybe I just wanted them to be brothers because I know Ryu's from Japan. Mm-hmm. But and then again, I look back on them like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're thinking like a double dragon. Like everybody yeah. was brothers in their minds. I know. I think so because we always wanted that, like three ninjas. Yeah. Stuff, you know. Which three ninja are you? Um, I guess Tum Tum. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I would be either, I'd probably be dumb, dumb. I grew up like, I was a chubby kid, um, but I always wanted to be Colt. I think everybody wanted to be Colt. I didn't want to be Colt because that's like a real white name. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't have that issue. Yeah, I guess that makes I wasn't like, man, this name's too white. I don't know. a real white name. Yeah. What better name is Ron? You know, I want a strong black name like Ronald Kyle Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you, would you ever get hyped up as a as a kid uh playing like uh, uh like after you watch those movies you think you can do kung fu yeah i got into um i dislocated my jaw <laughs> what other three ninjas what i never told my mom i just d- dealt with it and for a long time anytime i yawned it would like crack yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, it would be painful. So how did you get it? Like, (laughs) how did you get it back? Like, I think it still cracks. It just doesn't hurt as much. We we reset it on the show today after (laughs) like 20 years. (laughs) Oh, that feels way better. Just got everybody Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you're a wrestling guy, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's your, who are your characters? (laughs) 
<laughs> Have you ever seen it? <laughs> you said it like a person who never seen it. I know, but, but you, just, you just asked me who my characters were for Street Fighter, so I thought it'd be funny to ask you who your characters were for us. I get it now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite wrestlers right now. But are, yeah, I can understand why that would sound like disparaging. Like, oh, who your characters? Who's your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's your, who, who's playing who are, which role? Who, who are your make-believes? Yeah. It's like, okay, calm down here. Of all time or currently? Mm, all time. All time, like Ric Flair, mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Yeah, Bret Hart. Nice. Those are my favorites. Did you, did you watch wrestling? No, not too much. I, I, I would watch it occasionally, but it was more like the WCW game on N64 was... Yeah, it was a was, great game. Very impactful. Uh, WCW versus NWO. Mm-hmm. So I always love Sting. Mm-hmm. Playing with Sting. Hulk Hogan, of course. Um, I played Ultimate Warrior for a uh, historical roast, and it was one of my favorite things that I've gotten to do just because, like, the energy that I, that you I got to put mm-hmm. into it. Like, I wore, like, you know, like the tassels and everything, and I just, when I had long hair, just fluffed up my hair and just used that. So they look pretty fun, legit. They made they made fun of the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Did they make fun of his his racism and being a bad person? Or a little being, bit. Okay. Some people got in on that, yeah. but like I got to roast other people like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, and it was a fun roast. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, that sounds fun, and it also sounds like it would not smell great because everybody would have like their nipples out. Yeah. I also covered myself in baby oil. Mm, you got to. You got you go to. Out there, you got to have your hair wet. Yeah. That's the thing with wrestling. That's your secret rules. You mm-hmm. Have wet hair so people can't grapple you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Any other secret? Um, You want to. Okay. The best part is if you want to be a great wrestler, uh, you got hair wet for sure. Mm-hmm. You got to have an outfit that is both like. Uh, tough yet kind of sparkly you mm-hmm. gotta stick out you know you got peacock for people Show right them what's going on right um it's good to just um be able to have like an animal with you like a snake or perhaps branch out bring a bulldog a ferret bring something with you <laughs> so people know that you have friends well so you've thought about this a lot you know all the secrets have you thought of your own persona ever yeah of course What's your name? Okay. <laughs> oh. Hello. Um. Hello. Who's this? It is me. The one that's always been here. The one who's always been here. That sounds very ominous. I was born with the Big Bang, and I've been the boy swinging with the orangutan. I got original player from the Himalayas came down to the ground to beat everybody down. Who are you? <laughs> How dare you ask us questions? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, your highness. I've never seen such glory before. Oh, you have always been with you. You know it from the moment you were born. <laughs> Shut up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna t- 
talk today. Father. That's right. <laughs> Your wrestling name just turns out to be Father. Yeah. That's it. It's everybody's dad. Yeah. It's a fun time. Who's your daddy? I am. I am the one, the only daddy of them all. <laughs> Who would you be? Mm. Mm. Let me think. Think about it. We okay. got time. It's your podcast. <laughs> um, I think I would probably want to be somebody like a macho man or some, mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> like very like uh like um i want maybe spikes could i be you a could, dinosaur you could be a dinosaur yeah 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 okay there's more there's already one is there yeah luchasaurus oh okay luchasaurus mm-hmm. all right i gotta be something new could i be the stork you could be the stork uh-huh okay Show, tell me, cut to your promo. Who was this stork about? Who's this? What's the stork bringing to the wrestling league? Why should we bring the stork in? Because the stork always delivers. <laughs> uh, I think that I, I would love to. I've always wanted to come in on like one of those, you know, wires or like a like descend from something. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to come down from the ceiling, like. <laughs> You know, almost prehistoric, like yeah, like like you know. I think the problem would be that if you you'd have to come down slow enough that people would have time to throw things at you. Oh, like chairs and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> You're at a disadvantage. I guess so, but I would also maybe I would have my wings mm-hmm. as shields, right? That's true. Right? That's true. So I could be like. You can draw babies on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, look, not only did you just get hit with a baby, you just got hit with a responsibility. <laughs> You're going to have to raise that the next 18 years. <laughs> yeah. That's your baby. The store gives it to you. Yeah. That's your baby. Yeah. And then, you know, people leave it. That's a great show. Where did they get all those babies from? <laughs> this is wild. This is very strange. Guys. This is going to be your last opportunity for your free two-week trial of Monday.com. Take advantage of this opportunity for free. You can see how Monday.com can save you massive amounts of time at work. That's why I don't recommend Monday.com for those of you with billable hours. If you purposely want to be inefficient at work, then guess what? Monday.com is not for you, dude. In fact, it's really going to blow up your spot. You better hope your boss isn't listening to this ad because he's going to want to improve his workflow, whether you like it or not. But if you're a normal human person who maybe, you know, wants to make their job easier or whatever, then Monday.com might be the place for you. Monday.com is an easy-to-use project management tool. Uh, this platform it's suitable for any size team little team big team like I said the people at monday.com they know how great this tool is and that's why they're willing to let you try it for free you're gonna be hooked on clearing up miscommunications at work and getting right to the nitty gritty so right now go to monday.com slash wonder and sign up for your free 14 day trial this offer is only good for another month
So don't wait on this and continue wasting your time at work. Go to monday.com slash wonder. <laughs> Use that exact link, monday.com slash wonder. Get your 14-day free trial. It'll open up a lot of the different secrets. Now, please go back to enjoying this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with Ron Funches. Um, I want to get into this next segment. It's called Fanning Out. Okay. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. All right. So I reached out to people online and they reached right back. I said, if you could ask Ron Funches any questions or give any character suggestions for us to maybe tackle, what would they be? And this is... The first question at your brother black on Twitter. What scares you? Oh, what scares me in my real life? Um, what is scare? I mean, like lizards, they scare me. Really? Different snakes, reptiles. Is there a, re a reason from childhood or have they just always scared you? Just always kind of scare me a yeah. little bit. Um, what so, is it about them? Um, I think it's the texture. So you so you've held them before? Yeah, but yeah, and again, yeah, it's good slimy, scaly. Yeah. I don't like. I'm not into it. Yeah, no, <laughs> not into that noise. <laughs> I don't think anybody who's listening to the podcast likes that noise. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, it's but a very yeah. Um, and then just um, I used to be definitely afraid of like not having like you know a place for my son and stuff and. Because, you know, he has autism and I was like, oh, I, he might need a place to live that, that he can't, that, you know, provide for. And so that was like one of my biggest fears ever. And now I guess my biggest fear is to keep that place. So mm -hmm. those, those, are, those are it. Those are my fear snakes and, uh, you, you know, dying before I'm able to take care of my son. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. Yeah. That's, that's good. Real responses. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess I don't, I haven't thought too much about what scares me. I bet, well, I mean, my immediate fear, I'm actually afraid right now to have kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm kids afraid. Kids scary. Mm-hmm. How old are you? About to be 31. Oh, I have a kid. I had a kid when I was 20. That turned out okay. You did turn out okay. Yeah, just get in there. 31, you're married. Yeah. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> It's quite the opposite. Just throw it up in there. Throw it up in there? <laughs> yeah. You're the worst, worst sex ed teacher I've ever had. Just put that bread in that basket. Wait. <laughs> Mr. Tenders. Hey, I'm just here to tell you the, the truth about sex ed. Mr. Tenders, I'm 15 years old. I don't think I should be having kids. Oh, come on. But when your parents age, by the time you were 13, you have two, three children. 15-year-old, you have a kid, everything's just fine. Trust me. Mr. Tenders... I thought that you were going to be promoting safe sex today. No, it don't feel as good. Without it, without the condom, it feels better? Oh, it feels, the condom, it, what is a condom but telling your loved one that you don't trust them? Really? Do you want the girl to think that you don't believe that she's the only one for you? You want her to believe that she isn't worth your time, your full penis? Well, I guess not. Then you gotta go wrong every time. Every time? Every time. <laughs> but, but what if? But but what if? Um, she's on like uh, an ovulation cycle. I don't know what that means. But you're the sex ed teacher. I understand that. That's not that have anything to do with sex. It doesn't. Not that I'm aware of. 
If you're ovulating? That sounds like something to do with, I don't, I, no, that's nothing I've ever heard of. Mr. Tenders, what college did you go to? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> I don't think you, you, I don't think well, I have to ask Okay, that. sorry, I'm being disrespectful. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a student who's trying to be like a sponge in this class. Well, I have, you know, I went to a very accredited online university. Uh, yeah? Took me two afternoons. Two afternoons? Two afternoons separately. How long have you been teaching at this school? This is my first, this is my first time seeing you here. Well, to be honest, I just saw an open door. Wait. I thought I'd just try it out. So, you know, they say, you know, seize the day. <laughs> seize the day? Wait, if you're here, then where's the real Mr. Tenders? Oh, you don't want to know about that now, do you? Um, I think I... You've already asked too many questions, so I'm just going to go ahead and just shut this door. And I think we're going to have to have a little chat. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do to me? I'm going to murder you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun thing for a murderer to do, right? Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to murder you. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> what I do? I never understand. I mean, I get it for the movie purposes, but like when they always stop to talk, that's the one like consistent thing in almost every horror movie they always stop to talk and that's why i appreciate in some movies like john wick or 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 like different action movies they're like wait you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like just right away because i feel like that that's more realistic than like wait (laughs) but also murder is very personal and so it's like if anything it's like hey this is our last chance to talk get to know each other a little bit right so I might as well. Do you think any uh, murder uh, keeps people alive longer because of the good conversation? I, w- I mean, that's something to really shoot for. If that's <laughs> do, you, do you think uh, the reason why uh, that character didn't get killed by Buffalo Bill yet and Silence of the Lambs was they were having, like, in between scenes, they were talking, like, like having good conversations? Yeah, I think that's it. You got to. You got to break them down, get to know them, know what they're interested in. Hey, so, um, so how's your day down there? <laughs> um, you know, uh, to be honest with you, it's not the best. It's, I really would love, you know, I've always said I'd love to go home <laughs> and get out of this whole way. You know. Yeah, 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 I know. yeah I know. We I covered know, that. I we covered that. I know, yeah. I know, I know. We got to know. Uh, but to be honest with you, it's really, the place is really starting to come together down here. Really? You mean that? I really do. I really do. It's so encouraging because, you know, I, I actually like put together this well, like brick by brick. So it's like really nice. Oh, the craftsmanship shows. Thank you show. so much. I see the layering. Thank you so much. I've really been working on it. Uh, in between talking my dick between my legs, like I like, was spackling like bricks like to make that well like before I captured you because I've had my oh, eye on you for a while. between your legs? Yeah. I didn't even see it. You want to see the other side? Sure. You uh, talk it so well. I yeah. just thought you had a vagina. Yeah, these are my balls back here. Oh, they're so petite. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, uh, oh, this was a 
Batman Xenomorph covered it. Um, at vulgar underscore psycho on Twitter. Has being a stoner ever caused a negative impact in your quality of life or psychology? That's an interesting question. Um, I think, yeah, of course. I think it, it depends on your time of life and how much you're using things. And if you're abusing things, there's a time period where I, like I said before, where I was smoking too much, um, especially after my got out of my marriage and stuff. And I was just kind of not really focused on things. And I think in a lot of ways it can be just an amplifier of whatever is going on in mm -hmm. your, your life, you know. Um, but I think... For the most part, it, it hasn't really ever caused, like, I don't think I've ever, like, lost a job or yeah, yeah. done anything Ron, like that. Ron, you're too high. Get out of my office immediately. Yeah, nothing like yeah. that. I work, you know, I'm pr very professional. So mm -hmm. um, I don't think anything like like that's ever been like that. It's, it's just about making sure I keep a balance. That's, that's really it. Huh, that's good. Mm -hmm. What? How, um, how long were you married for? For, like, seven years. Yeah? Yeah. What do you find? I mean, it's a personal question, I guess, but do you find that it was worth, is it worth being married in the first place? Like your time together with, with your f former wife? Do you uh, think? I mean, I think any, I think all things are worth whatever you're doing. Right. You know, mm -hmm. as long as you're going through things as long as you yeah actually, and being present and yeah, connecting with that person forward. Right. i think that's the, the positive of any relationship and what um i didn't want to take or or I, there's like a lot of times when people get out of a relationship they then reject everything that they learned or reject every part of that person yeah that they used to like they're like you know i don't like this type of music anymore i don't like this show anymore and after i think the best part about being married is like, oh, I learned all these things I wouldn't have known. I mm -hmm. had all these um, experiences I wouldn't have had if I hadn't gone through that. And so, and hopefully it makes me a better partner for whatever relationship I am in. I mean, I, I try to be a better partner for my girlfriend now. So I think it definitely it was worth doing. Um, you just got to always be, be smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I don't say don't get married like eight times. Yeah. You no. Know, maybe stick it till two or three or one. <laughs> that's yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. Mr. Tenders. <laughs> <laughs> um This is interesting. At uh Roll Rick Ronan. Can Ron do an impression of Tracy Morgan on too many Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I just tried to think of it because then I was like, I don't guys trying to think of Tracy Morgan impersonation, which I don't know. Yeah. No, from you, you do one, and then maybe I can mimic it. I think it's my voice just makes me do me. Oh, my Tracy Morgan is real bad. It's pretty rough. I just want to go, Liz Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. I mean, yeah, that's a start. That's all I got. Yeah. I'm Brian Fellows. Yeah. Now, I'm now Brian I'm just Fellows. Me. Now yeah. I'm me again. Yeah. I like Hi, I'm Tracy Morgan. I like Xanaxes. I've, I've taken a couple. Uh-oh, one too many. Luckily for me, I don't got to work unless I want to because of the Walmart settlement. Sometimes tragedies turn out to be the best thing for you. Well, time to take a nap. <laughs> 
Uh, this might be my favorite thing is asking you to do <laughs> impressions. <laughs> you have no idea about like, it's like, oh my goodness. That's so funny. Shoot. I'll do it. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, uh, do, uh, do Mike Tyson mm-hmm. buying a George Foreman grill? <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing a lot about these grills when I was growing up. And at the time, I couldn't afford them. Uh, the kids are away at college, and, and I, I don't want it to cook as much. So I thought, but I still enjoy a good burger. I enjoy bacon. I want to wake up in the morning. Smell some bacon, just like Michael Scott in the office. You ever see that episode where he burns his foot on the George Foreman grill? <laughs> yeah. That's what made me think, do they still exist? And so then I was like, I don't want to do online shopping. Here's my head sometimes. I'm going to go down to a store. I got plenty of time. I'm just running, running my weed farm. It's going okay. Everything's fine. Just chilling around. So I was like, let me see. If I can buy a George Foreman grill in real life, wouldn't you know it? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, nice to meet you. Hey, nice like to meet that. you. Yeah. Um, it, it, dude, it was weird. It felt like Mike Tyson was in the room. Thank you. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. Um, oh, I like this question at Tyler Allen eighty seven on Instagram. As a big pro wrestling fan, who does Ron believe to be the funniest wrestler of all time? Oh, who's the funniest wrestler of all time? I like that question. Ah, oh, that's a great question. Um, I think, hmm, that's a great question. Because it, it comes in different ways. There's, like, people who did, like, really funny comedy matches. Like, um, this guy, people might not know, uh, but... It, in America, but Yano in Japan, he does all these great comedy matches that at first I didn't even really respect. And it took me watching a few to where I was like, these are like, there's an arc to them. There's a story to them. And I was like, these, are, this is really funny and really good. And I think he might be the best at it that I've ever seen. But as I mean, there's a lot of people who were serious wrestlers who were really good comedy wrestlers too. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a great comedy wrestler. William Regal is a great comedy wrestler. Um, but that's not like being funny on the mic necessarily. I think um, Owen Hart is probably known as being one of the funniest people to ever wrestle and do it. And then just talking trash is great. I think there's a guy right now, um, MJF in um, AEW, and he is the best at talking shit. And it is so funny. And he is so good at it. And he tells like the truth in the roughest way. And it's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> um, this is... Uh, <clears throat> these are some fun character suggestions that at Clinstagram... Okay. Uh, wrote in uh, it, and uh, this is uh, people getting really into the Bible they find in a Motel 6 room <laughs> <laughs> so you and I are walking into a Motel 6 room and uh, we see uh, we're checking it out and, and seeing basically what's going on mm-hmm. like around the room we're like okay mm-hmm. okay cool um, so hey they've got a pretty good TV they got like 23 channels. HBO. HBO. That, 
That's pretty nice. That's cool. Good for oh man, maybe we can catch a movie later. I can't wait. Yeah, I want to see the Avengers. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. No, we I'm got so a day. We got it. Okay, cool. It comes on at eleven o'clock later tonight. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna put my clothes away. Uh, do you care if I use a nightstand? You go ahead. Okay, I'm, yeah, no, no, no. I was I gonna put my glasses case in the nightstand, go but on. you have the other half. You know the yeah. I don't usually use, use it. I never even open it. Oh, okay, perfect. I don't even know what's in there. Wait, what a I'm second. I'm interested. What is that? There's a Bible in here. What? Like, in the hotel room? Yeah. But the Holy Bible. This isn't a church. I know. What's it doing in here? How'd it get in here? Did you bring it? I didn't bring it. Did you bring it? Oh, I didn't know. No. Well, I think we better... Should we open it? I think we have to. Whoa. That's a lot of words. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Forget HBO tonight. Is Bible time. <laughs> <laughs> a conversation that Probably has never happened before. I also <laughs> like that HBO it was never tonight. religious. It was just like, yeah, this is there's a lot of words in here. There's a lot of words in here. Let's this is intriguing. Out. Yeah, how many chap? There's books inside of books in here. What? <laughs> what is a song? <laughs> a lot of white dudes' names in here too. <laughs> Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I don't know about you, but I am enthralled about who is begetting who. <laughs> What season of the Bible is this? <laughs> is it that New Testament? The Old Testament? Um, this other character. Uh, I'll try to do this one. He wants uh, us to do Mark Wahlberg explains the logistics of a threesome to his wife. Okay. All right, this is going to be... This is going to be... Gonna be, uh, Why are you out of breath, honey? It's going to be you and another girl, okay? Are you nervous? Yeah, it's going to... You know, it's uh, you, you, only, only you and I have had sex before. It's okay, right? It's going to be me, you, and another girl. Is that all right with you? What? I think I'm having a panic attack. This is how it's going to work, okay? This is how it's going to work. Okay. You're going to bring another girl in. Where do I find another girl? I don't know. Yeah, it's up to you. It's got to be your choice. Who am I supposed to talk to? I don't know. What are your girlfriends or something? I don't know. Oh, Karen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen will be great. Oh, so I you Karen. just knew it was Karen right away. No, no, no. You, uh, you're the one who subject Karen in my bed. If you if you choose Karen, that's uh, that's what we got to go with. But, you know, we could totally get another girl. It's not a big deal. So you don't care who it is? No, no, no. Give me Deborah. No. Deborah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't seen Deborah in a while. I well, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. De- yeah, Deborah, and she does make little delicious uh, fruit cobbler. Yeah, she bet she would bring it. She bring the cobbler. Yeah, she's probably uh, well maintained down there. Uh, this is how this is gonna work. She's gonna Deborah's gonna bring a pie over. She's uh, gonna bring a fruit cake. Oh, we're gonna get in the hot tub again. We'll start there. We're gonna start with the. We're hot gonna tub? start with the hot tub. Man, I think we gotta at least have a conversation. We gotta. <sighs> 
sitting down and we got, you know we haven't seen her in so long uh, okay we have a seance okay we'll sit down we have a seance we go to the, we move to the hot tub okay okay then we'll, uh, we'll go to the bedroom is it okay with you what are we doing in the bedroom <sighs> we're gonna make love to each other honey in it's, front of Deborah? you know she's gonna be in on it she's gonna bring the fruitcake what is she yeah, I mean, I understand that she's going to bring the fruitcake. I'm going to eat the fruitcake off your body. She's going to eat the fruitcake off of mine. We're going to be in a, a love triangle. You know what I like in this is the fruitcake. Okay. 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 We're going to feed each other fruitcake. Okay. I'm going to put my, my, I'm gonna put my penis in Deborah. Okay. Okay. Deborah's going to put her mouth on your clam. It's, what? <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna put, she's gonna put her mouth on your, on your baked clam. And Deborah knows this. Yeah, you have to tell, but Deborah, you're gonna break the I news to her. I have to tell Deborah this. <laughs> you're gonna have to break the news, to Deborah. At the PTA meeting, I'm you sorry. want me to tell Deborah this? I, I'm sorry, I just ran a mile on this treadmill over here. Oh, I know. I shouldn't have interrupted you on the treadmill. Uh, yeah, but it's very important. I wanted to explain to you the the threesome that we're gonna do later tonight. I'm getting a little lightheaded. Yeah. Are you hungry? Uh, yeah, I could go for some fruitcake. Okay, but not, I mean, you know, there's plenty. Okay. So, so you're okay with this? Okay, yeah. Okay, we're going to have this video. But you don't tell her that I call it a baked clam. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah! <laughs> sketches are hard to end. Sometimes, I mean, they are. Mm-hmm. Classically on sketch shows, they. Okay, I, I, I like this one for you. Mm. A doctor explaining the benefits of cocaine usage amongst ten-year-olds in the forties. Okay. Well, yeah, that's easy. First of all, kids are notoriously lazy. Mm-hmm. And you needed them to work down in the mines, doing all types of work. And so you got to give them cocaine. It keeps them focused. It keeps them active. It made them stronger. Will, will my shift last a lot longer? Definitely. It'll last a little longer. I keep longer. getting all tired down there in the mines. No, not with cocaine. You won't. Oh, I promise you. You'll have enough strength to make it through the mine all night and make it home in time for school in the morning. Because my, my father's actually been quite disappointed with me lately because I've only been working part-time in the mine because I keep falling asleep because I'm only 10 years old. Well, you know, you don't want to disappoint your dad, I'm sure, because he has every right to beat you as he is. you are his property. Right. You don't want to end up like that kid. No, you know, we're very progressive here in the 1940s, so I, I, I think that I should be working full-time, maybe even past full-time down in the mine to provide for my mother and my sisters and my father. Well, it makes sense as a 10-year-old. You had 10 years of just being a freeloader. It's time for you to kick in. So so what's this cocaine you speak of? Well, it's a, it's a leaf that they take, and then they do a little magic to it, and you put it in your nose. It sounds like it's organic it's very organic and it's easy to do now, and it makes you fun i don't have a whole lot of money how much would it cost me well, that's the best part about cocaine once you get a little bit you'll find the money <laughs> really oh i promise you oh, oh that sounds like a win-win situation it definitely is for me okay well uh i'll take uh well what's the measurement here that uh, that, uh what's a normal a dosage. I'd say I'd take at least two cocaines and two cocaines. Yeah. Okay. To see how they feel. <laughs> Off to the mines. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay. And this last one. Uh, Matthew McConaughey politely requesting more marshmallows during a bonfire. Okay. Okay, so you and I are... We'll do our best Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's. McConaughey. Okay. There's two Matthew McConaughey's and then there's just like a okay. couple other guys. Okay, you go first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mallow, mallow, marsh, mallow. Could you, excuse me. I oh. see that you brought the marshmallows over here. Oh, this here bag of mallows? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I certainly did bring enough to share. Would you mind sharing? <laughs> I don't know. That would be all right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my McConaughey today. Uh, uh, job of Lincoln. Here we go. Okay. okay. Sometimes you got to just get it. It takes me a moment to get into it. Oh, that's good. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So if you could pass me the marshmallows, that'd be, that'd be swell. I love that very much. <laughs> I'm just mesmerized. You are a beautiful, beautiful man. Oh, Rock Funches. Thank you, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, yeah, lovely to have you here on this campfire. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, have you ever seen my Lincoln before? No. You drove it up here on the beach? Oh, yeah, it's a four-wheeler. A four-wheel Lincoln? <laughs> yes, ATV Lincoln made it just for me. Oh, well, that is the perks of being you, and you deserve it because you oh, are the best. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You ever had marshmallows stick to the top of your mouth? You just wonder, hey, Roof, why are you sticking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever contemplate things like that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. I think I got, you know what? You just, you hold on to this bag. You ever, you ever eat shrubbery in the woods? Just make your stomach stronger. I can't say that I have. You ever put your hand over an open flame? Just let it burn. See what kind of man you really are. Who, who, who invited you here? I don't have any friends, Ron. Too busy working on my abs. Too busy starring films. So I need you to be my friend. <laughs> I need you to be my friend. <laughs> I'm just going to leave you these marshmallows. You, you can have them. Feed, feed them to me, Ron. Oh, oh I know. Okay, I'm gonna. I think is, is that okay now? You oh. may you may leave, but tell no one of this ever. Oh, I don't. I ever. Don't. Ever. Yes, sir. <laughs> he turns into a werewolf. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I like how, how your, uh, like your demeanor, like it can either be taken as like super, like, like, uh, like reinforcing mm -hmm. or the way you say things can come off as like 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the exact same tone, so it's up for me to decipher really, which, yeah. which, which where I'm at, like socially, yeah. like whether you genuinely liked that one or if you're like, okay. You learn about you. I learn about me. Yeah. It's kind of like looking into the eyes of a phoenix sometimes talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> Um, last question and then uh, move on to the next segment um, oh no it's Aaron spelled with a zero at the front on Instagram I'd love if you could talk a little bit about at midnight how it sort of introduced him for a lot of us what was your experience like on that show I guess I guess that's what she's asking <laughs> um, I mean it was just really fun time it was just something I didn't I did the test show when they were first doing them around on that midnight and I didn't understand it. And I like failed at it. I didn't do that well. Wasn't mm -hmm. that funny on it, but I was like, I thought it was fun. And I was like, and it was very, what it worked for me is that it, I'm kind of competitive sometimes. And mm -hmm. so when I realized there was like a game to it, I was like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I don't want to lose anymore. Yeah. And so when it was like happening for real, I was like, I want to like destroy at this. And it just really was very helpful for me because it, um, great way to showcase yeah. your writing abilities yeah. and just you as a comedian. You get to showcase your skills without actually burning your real material. Mm -hmm. You get to showcase your personality. And I think, uh, for some comedians, it, like they don't like to be competitive, so they'd rather make fun of it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm gonna take this like it's a sport. Yeah. And so, and I think people kind of like like that about me that I would like carry a belt around that I would like that I tr treated it really seriously. Yeah, because especially like like if you meet somebody you might be like oh this is a nice guy very unassuming and then like you're carrying around a belt like i'm good at this <laughs> i'm taking this seriously people are like oh okay i see you yeah and it was really fun and then it made other people take it more seriously and yeah, you you level up everybody you're like yeah. oh this we're taking this okay cool yeah. let's do this i knew when people would like like they would just want to like I go to these things and they were like, they want to beat me. Like they want to beat me. Yeah. Like, and you can feel that too, which yeah. makes you better too. Cause you're like, I'm a very competitive person with even down to board games. And I sometimes don't like that about myself, but I just am. <laughs> I went to a, a game night the other night mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, really like, Oh man, our team can do be, be doing better than this. <laughs> like that guy really is trying to keep it <laughs> like at a, a normal, not sociopathic level. Yeah, but it's fun. I think it's, I mean, it's probably helpful. It helps us in our careers and stuff, you know, it's just, yeah. it's fun to challenge yourself, push yourself. I mean, that's what's fun about like shows like Kill Tony and stuff. Like you do the panel, like when you've done the panel on that show, it's like, that's a, a show to just like, kind of like showcase riffing and just like... <laughs> hanging out with other comics and stuff like that yeah it's a good time yeah it's always good you know showcase all different types of skills yeah let's get into this next segment it's called the kindness challenge i love it right and so basically i ask people to write in their letters of what they did and i share them and then we kind of discuss them and uh share maybe something maybe we did nice recently or something uh this one comes from Amanda. What I like to do, I like to wonder what they sound like because they don't send pictures or anything. So I like to think of the, the voice that they might sound like when they they are writing this letter. This is Amanda. I don't have much uh, to go off of other than the first line. She says she's from Massachusetts. So uh, 
Let me try to, to do something uh, for Amanda. <clears throat> hey, Jeremiah. My name is Amanda, and I'm from Massachusetts. This kindness challenge is actually something that happened to me. I work for the post office as a mall carrier, and during the summer months, it gets brutal. The trucks get so hot, I put a thermometer in once, and it reached 120 degrees. My route is mostly outside, so all day I just have the sun beating on me. Oh. One day, the temperatures were over 100 and very high humidity. I had four customers bring me out frozen waters. It honestly made me want to cry because I felt so sick, and that little act from four different people meant the world to me. Sometimes just the littlest act of kindness means the world. Thanks for all the great podcasts and belly laughs. Amanda. That's beautiful. Right? Frozen water? Frozen water. I think it was so hot outside that people froze it in their freezer. And they're like, it'll be time. Gonna, yeah, yeah by the time it gets out yeah. to your car, I mean. It's going to be loose. It's going to be. <laughs> let's get loose with this water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super nice. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, I encourage people to, to write in letters to the show because uh, some people feel like it might be like showing off or whatever. Like, oh, I did this nice thing. But I'm like. People come up to me on the road and, and tell me how much these letters mean to them. Just hearing other people doing that and kind of like it inspires them to do something nice for somebody else. I love it. You got to be a positive uh, change in the world. Sometimes it helps people stay. It makes a, a difference. I remember um, one time I was in line at this Taco Bell. This was years ago. Um, and this lady was just behind me and she was just like blaring on his horn and just kind of yelling. I was like part of me wanted to like originally just react back and just yell at this lady but I said like I I pulled up to the window and I was like here's money for my order and I go I want to pay for this lady behind me her order because clearly she fucking needs it and it was yeah. more kind of like out of spite than anything yeah. but then I went back to that Taco Bell like a week later it was like because my son you know he had, he had like limited food thing he would eat the same places a lot so they knew us and I went back there and he was like, that lady, he's like, you made that lady's day. She was so happy that, like, when you did, I was just like, oh, I was like, I kind of was more doing it to be like, fuck you, but like, it's a better, it turned out better. Yeah. And it made me happy. It's fun. It is fun to just do little things. Um, I always, I mean, I never get a chance to do that, but I always would like, I would love to like, I mean, I've donated like Playstations or stuff to different shelters and stuff just because i remember when i was like a kid and i was poor and i would like hang out in front of video game counters just looking at them being like hoping that someone would be like you look like you really want that game i will get it for you yeah and, and like i've never had that situation where i've ever had to do, got to do that for a kid but I like you know i like being able to, to donate frivolous stuff especially if like sometimes i'll get free systems from different companies and then i'll be like well i'll just give this to like some shelter or something that's so cool it's the best it doesn't cost me anything yeah that's that's so nice and i have to thank you uh for something that you did uh my I, I actually got to see my wife thank you in person for it recently it was a it was a, a very big deal uh for her um i put out something that um uh, my wife has a nonprofit where she uh, uh called zip zap zop where she teaches kids on the uh, autism spectrum improv to help with their social skills and uh, i threw something up um about her nonprofit and you just retweeted it and uh it was, it was super cool because somebody who uh saw that on your twitter contacted my wife and uh set her up with an npr interview which has 
added just legitimacy to her nonprofit and she has been able to reach out to different people for different grants to try to get her program in different schools and stuff around LA. So that was something super cool. You that just click of a button helped out a lot. It was cool. Thank you. I'm very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Jeremiah compliments, Ron Funches. I love it. Oh yeah. Uh, we are going to get into the final segment of this show. And I told you a little bit uh, about it before the show and some people's favorite segment. And I'm very excited to hear your story. It's called Sax Talk. Okay. Uh, If you'd like, yeah. Yeah, You totally can. Yeah. Okay. Did I hit it right? Oh, I don't know how. Yep. Okay. Let's see. I don't hear it. Uh, Let's see if we got a monitor. Let's try it one more time. Hello. There it Hello. is. Right. All right. It's next time. Whenever you're ready, I will follow you along with this sweet, sweet sax. Mm. All right. It was several years ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I had to go back to a little town in Oregon. A little sleepy little town because I had to finalize my divorce. Now, visiting your old hometown, it can bring back a flood of memories. It can make you think of old loves lost and misconnections. And it can make you think of all the people that done did you wrong. Now, I was going back just a couple of weeks after the first time I had been on a little show called Conan O'Brien. And so... A lot of people in my hometown, they had seen me on that show and they knew they had fucked up when they told me I'd never amount to anything. <laughs> so I had a wonderful trip back, going to the courtroom, finalizing my divorce, and on my way out, I stopped to buy myself a video game and get one for my son. And I saw a guy I knew who from comedy years back, and he had to say, I'm sorry for doubting it. So I was on top of the world and decided to go hang out with a friend at an arcade. Hit it again. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where I ran into a lady I'd never seen before. Now, I wasn't looking for nothing. But a game of a dick dug. <laughs> so I got out of there and I noticed she had left a little note for my friend. And my friend goes to text her and she says, oh, no, I was actually hoping to get a hold of that other guy. And now I said, well, I, I appreciate that. I'm glad that my friend gave me the number and I think it was nice to see you. I don't remember exactly what you look like and I got to go home in the morning so I don't really give a fuck. So I'll see you later. 
<laughs> but then she said, well, my friend was hoping to come too. <laughs> And so I said, okay, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> and I proceeded to have my first and only and probably, well, we'll see. We'll see what my girlfriend allows. But my first, <laughs> first and only threesome I've ever had uh, when the, between the three of us. And I think between the three of us, we weighed about 800 pounds. Uh, so... <laughs> It was a beautiful, sexy, heavyweight time. <laughs> and then I think I found out two days later that either one or both of them were married. I don't know. I don't know if there's a better ending <laughs> to a sax talk than just doing the wham boy. <laughs> I found out they were married. Wow, boy. <laughs> you said 800 pounds between the three of you. That was one of my favorite lines in it. <laughs> because it adds such a distinct visual to the whole encounter. Yeah. It was a wild chat. Yeah, but it was, I was freshly getting divorced and I... Oh, it just seemed like it was supposed to happen. <laughs> I imagine like that happening. You're like, this is my fight song. Yeah. Take back my rights. <laughs> pretty much. <You're> like, <laughs> all these people I ran into. Oh, that all. Oh, it was. Did it, you, you, now you mentioned, you said, you said you had some, uh, like some doubters. W was it other comedians in the scene or was it family or who, who was saying like that, like, oh, you shouldn't go out there to. To, to LA or whatever. It was all of the above in particular. I mean, that specific story, it was that I ran into a guy who ran um, a theater in my town because I lived in a little place out called Salem outside of Portland. Mm -hmm. And he ran a, the only comedy theater in Salem. And I was doing like uh, shows out of there. And he like basically kicked me out of the theater because he said I was too dirty. Um, and cause he was trying to do like Christian comedy or whatever. And then he saw me afterwards and he was like, oh, I'm, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, my ex-wife's mom. And then, yeah, a comic in town who just, he was just always very competitive and, uh, like not a positive way. Yeah. You know, did he ever move out? No, he was working I, at that GameStop. I just went to the GameStop oh. to buy a game and he was working there and he has just seen me on TV. So it was a great day. Yeah. Whew. Oh, mm -hmm. full circle. Yeah. And then, um, that hotel I was staying in that I had the threesome in, and then, um, I ordered room service after they left. And then the person who delivered the room service was the kid of my ex-wife's um, dad's new wife. And she had told me to my face that I wasn't going to make any comedy. And so I was like, oh, it's good to see you. Da, 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 da. Here's a $50 tip. <laughs> Tell your mom I said hi. Wow. So it was literally You're like, like, this is the most fulfilling day. Yeah. It was so many, like, I don't, it's not like I have, like, oh, the whole town full of enemies. It was, like, literally, I saw all of them. All in, in one, day. one day. Just, like, blanket, like, okay, owned. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Beautiful day. Heck, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on uh, 
my podcast and getting silly with me. I always love seeing you around uh, the comedy store. Uh, you were, you took uh, me and uh, when the wave was like a big faction group of people, we, uh, we worked with you at oddball uh, for funny or die. I'll never forget that. It was such a cool, fun moment where basically how it worked was Ron would tell his jokes and we were basically hyping up his jokes with different like act outs and stuff. And this was on the main stage at oddball. And that was like that at the time was definitely the biggest place I'd ever performed. So I'll always hold that like very special to me. It was special for me and it was fun and it, it was fun to just try different things and then because like the first time we did it, it didn't really necessarily nail it yeah. but that second show it was amazing it was popping off yeah it yeah. was great yeah and it was really fun and, and i just remember then people wanted to kick like half of you guys out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and i was just i just and to me, that's why, oh, that's makes it fun to me. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, it was fun. Like, we weren't, <laughs> people wanted us not, because, like, you know, it's like Chappelle's green room and different stuff. And then, like, we, like, a group of us are all huddled in Ron's <laughs> dressing room. Like, not meant for that many people by any means. And Ron's like, nope, they're good. They're good. They're good. Uh-huh. Yep, they're good. <laughs> it's like this big group. And my favorite, uh, Jamar still, like, uh, uh, jokes with me about it because uh i came out uh the entrance to for your set i came out as white trash i was literally in a garbage can that we had found backstage and i popped out of the trash can and jamar's like remember that time you came out at our boss literal white trash <laughs> i was like yes i do yeah oh yeah i mean i just knew you guys were fucking awesome and so i wanted to have a part of it <laughs> before you guys are too big. <laughs> we'll still do it, man. <laughs> we'll wave it up anytime. Uh, love you, dude. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? You have a great podcast that I want people yeah, to check out if please. you have not listened to it or watched it on YouTube yet. Yeah, it's called Getting Better with Ron Funches. We just bring on um, people who I enjoy and we just talk about trying to be positive forces and being um, getting better at our craft, our life, or relationships everything you know i try to just sit down with people who either love or enjoy or that admire or that people i've never met that i've been interested in i would love to have you on it that would be great um and then a, a movie called jexy called out october 11th is yeah. about a phone that tries to murder adam divine i love that yeah. that's gonna be so fun it's gonna be great congrats man on everything and i'm dude i'm so excited to uh to see uh what the future holds uh for the both of us, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a fun journey. I think so, dude. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> freeze frame.